Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and thanks for listening to Land Grants Uncut. I'm Thomas Costello. Uncut's the podcast that shares with you full audio from Buckeyes press conferences featuring players and coaches. Land Grant was live in Minneapolis for the women's basketball tournament and following a disappointing result for Ohio State. Head coach Kevin McGuff, Taylor Mikesell, and Cody McMahon spoke with the media. Mikesell talks about her last Big Ten game, while McMahon discussed her intentional foul call against Caitlin Clark and a lot more. Then, head coach Kevin McGuff talked about his message to the team following the game, positives to take away from the tournament, and the impact of fouls against the Buckeyes in the game. Before we get to them, if you haven't already, subscribe to Land Grant on your favorite podcast platform. Not only will you hear current football news and coverage, but more from the women and men's basketball teams. Here's Coach McGuff. Um, just congratulations to Iowa. They played an incredible game today and, and deserve to be the Big Ten champions. Um, so I give them a lot of credit. And you know, we just had a disastrous first half, and they made us pay. And um, I mean, they were so efficient on offense. And um, so once again, um, they played great um, and deserve to win. And you know, we got to get back and kind of get our mojo back a little bit. And uh, Cody and Taylor, can you just? Uh, what kind of motivation do you take from this now with two weeks from this weekend likely playing in the NCAA tournament? Um, I feel like all we can do is, you know, move on to the next. Um, we know what we need to work on, so we got, what, two weeks of practice. Uh, buckle down, take care of what we need to take care of, and be ready to come out and play our game. Yeah, kind of like what Cody said, um, kind of using it a little bit as motivation, uh, knowing that we played him even, uh, if not beat him in the second half. Um, kind of learning from the first half and where we can grow and uh, – kind of prevent that from happening again. And Taylor, I know you still have basketball to play, but can you kind of reflect on playing in your last Big Ten game? I would have liked to win, have won. <laughs> but, uh, you know, we have a lot more to play, so look forward to the NCAA tournament. And then um, Cody in the fourth quarter, I know that uh, tensions were a little high. Uh, can you kind of walk through what happened there? Um, how do I do this? I'd say, um, you know, I wasn't getting some of the calls that I wanted. And I feel like I got to a point where I was extremely frustrated. Um, and I kind of just let myself go. I didn't know, like, you know, it happens to the best of us. But, um, you know, kind of motivated us a little bit to, you know, finish the game and kind of play hard. So, yeah. This is for you, the players. Of course, I'm getting your mojo back. But yesterday, 
you had the biggest rally in the history of this tournament, maybe in the history of Big Ten basketball. You came back strong, relatively speaking, in the second half today. There's going to be a confidence factor heading into the postseason. Yeah, definitely. Um, but you kind of look at putting ourselves in that position in the first place can't happen uh, in March. You know, it's win or go home at this point. You can't really um, play with those uh, odds. Just that, um, you know, in the first half, it's just our competitive spirit wasn't where it's been for, you know, almost all of the season. And, you know, we missed some early shots and then just everything just went away. That All the things that we've worked on, talked on, all the things we were trying to do today, um, we were doing none of those. And I was just making us pay big time. And every mistake we made, they made us pay. And that's, that's to their credit. And... You know, sometimes it's as simple as, you know, we were getting shots. You got to step up and make some shots you're capable of making. And like I said, credit Iowa, that's what they did the whole game. And also, uh, not able to make a lot of adjustments because of the foul trouble that was happening throughout the game. How did that kind of uh, make things difficult for you today? Yeah, no, I mean, we, we had a hard time getting a rhythm because of the foul trouble. But, um, yeah, that's part of the game. And um, like I said, uh, ultimately didn't have any bearing on the, on the final outcome. But um, just hard for us to get in the rhythm. And then uh, about Taylor Mike, so as the game's going down the stretch, as the you know you're down, she's still shooting, she's still hitting shots, she's still putting everything into it. But is that kind of Taylor in a nutshell? Yeah, I mean she she's a competitor, and and really that's um, that's that's mostly what I talked about at halftime. It's like I'm not putting anybody out there in the second half unless you're competing at a high level, um, whether you're making a shot, missing shot, whether you're making mistakes. Or whatever, but just competing at the highest level—that that's all the second half was going to be about for me. Hey, Kevin, thanks for your time. I'm not a coach, but I can imagine how you game plan against. It's good, good, good for you. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine how you, you know, game plan to have someone take tougher shots or get in their way or get in passing lanes. But for someone like Caitlin, the way she communicates with her teammates, like there's a lot of times where she'll kind of like flick her hand when she wants them to make a certain cut or. I don't know, like weird eye contact stuff. Is there a way to game plan against college? It's really hard. Like I think um, just watching her over the years, one area where I think she's really grown in, is she's reading the floor at an extremely high level. For example, like they're setting ball screens and she's reading our coverages and, and making perfect passes to the, the appropriate person. And that's, uh, that makes it really tough to defend. So, for example, she's coming off a ball screen, and Monica's rolling, and so we're helping to take away the roll, and she's throwing a bullet pass to the person we're helping off of. And I think that's where she's really, really grown. And, um, you know, I think early on it was about scoring, but she, she sees the floor and makes the right decisions as well as anybody I, I, I've seen maybe ever um, in, in college basketball. You talk about the one-two punch of Clark and Cesano. Um, I think most people say you got you're going to concede something to Clark every time, but Cesano was amazingly efficient tonight. Why was she? What, what, what the challenges she presented to you guys tonight? Yeah, I mean she's a, a really efficient scorer around the basket. She does a great job getting positions. She's got good hands and she finishes. Um, and I think one of the the, the kind of st- 
one of the stories of this tournament were, I mean, as good as Clark and Sasano were the other people who made shots. Because what it did for us is we were trying to front her so she couldn't get the ball, but we were also like trying to be close enough to get to their other shooters um, who shot the ball so well up here. And that, that made it very, a really difficult um, defensive assignment for us. And I know today was a tough game, but over the three-day stretch, what are maybe positives you can take from this weekend preparing for the NCAA tournament, or is it focusing on using just today as motivation? Well, I think um, when you look at a big picture, you know, we had a, a good run up here. We beat two really terrific teams and, and two huge wins. And, you know, when you when you start to think now, um, and I don't think a lot about this until we get done with the big tournament, but when you start to look at seeding, I think this was a very productive tournament for us. It, it, we, we helped ourselves in that regard. And, as we all know, it's so important to try to get a top four seed. Um, <clears throat> and then we had stretches where we were outstanding. And you know, one of the things we'll do is we'll watch film, um, both good and bad, and um, and then really try to you know f formulate practice, plan practice, um, to just really get us back to, to kind of doing the things that have made us really good and, and kind of shore up some of the things that we need to work on. Kevin, uh, they set the attendance record today. Um, you know, kind of big picture nationally, TV ratings are up. There's a lot of Big Ten teams yeah. that draw really well now. Um, is this sort of trending in the right direction? You feel like there's even more maybe growth and interest in the Yeah, I, I think um, this year in particular, you know, obviously with that COVID, for, in terms of attendance, kind of lingered nationally. Um, even, even after the COVID year, um, you know, fans weren't really coming back like they were. But I think now the league, with the amount of great teams, players that we have right now, the interest is at an all-time high, and it's showing up in attendance, TV ratings. I mean, we had some of the most amazing environments um, that I've ever seen this year. Um, we, we drew really well. Indiana was off the charts. Iowa, uh, we played at Michigan. They had a great crowd. Um, so I, I think Big Ten women's basketball is, is really going in an incredible direction, and I, and I, I think we have several teams that can make deep runs in the tournament. One of the things that's really consistent about our league at the top is that we've got teams that can really score the ball. And I think as, as a conference, that kind of separates us. And vastly different when I first got here is more of a – most teams kind of walk it up, grind it out, and, and now this, the offenses have really evolved. And so, yeah, I think this is, this is the best in terms of the brand of Big Ten women's basketball and the play that I've seen since I've been here.